Welcome to Meat Price Madness. If you follow our socials, you'll get that. Moving Pixel Madness. This episode is number this one. My name is Matt, and I'm joined as ever by the by the long haired tank who resembles Jason Momoa somewhat. It's Ant. How you doing, mate? Fat Jason Momoa. <laughs> I do want to say that. Someone said Ant looked like Fat Jason Momoa, and I said, "Well, he still called you fat," which I don't agree with. Well, yeah, it was more of like a. It was more of like a you're fat in comparison to Jason Momoa, but like I was still just concentrating more on the Momoa. But it was like, if somebody said to me, "You're you look like a fat Brad Pitt." Well, I don't mean I mean you're fat in comparison to Brad Pitt. I still be like, no, I'm, I'm fat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'd call me a bigger Brad Pitt, or you know, a slightly more of a unit. But no, it wasn't. No, that's fat. not what they said. Actually, it wasn't fat. It was like Jason Momoa would let himself go. That's what it was. That's even worse. No, Jason no, Momoa is a big muscly man. It is fair though. He is in pristine shape, isn't it? No, like, I mean, letting himself go. I mean, yeah. I mean, that, that could be like missing leg day for a week. But yeah, that, you're, you're, no, you're no schlub. Abs on abs on abs on abs, and I've oh, definitely honestly. not got that going on. You've got. I mean, listen, mate. Kebabs you've got five guys kebabs, inside on, you, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> five guys and kebabs, mate. That's what it's all about. Five guys in you and kebabs all over you. That's what it's all about. How you doing anyway? I'm good, mate. I'm fucked. I've just been. I've just been. Uh, just been roaming around. I went to Birmingham yesterday. Nice. Sheffield today. Birmingham. Um, fucking Birmingham, mate. Birmingham. Um, cool, that, that went a bit scouse, didn't it? Uh, a bit. Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm just knackered, but we are here. What are we here yeah, to talk man. about, mate? Uh, well, we're just going to have a little riff tonight. No real no real substance. It's NPM. We do what Never we want. Never any substance on here. Exactly. But all style, but plenty of quality. We're just going to be talking about our... Our favourite video games, basically. Um, this this basically all started, didn't it, mate? Because I I put post. up yeah, I put up a little uh, three by three of my favourite video. Game. I did two lists. I did yep. a here's my I'm a gamer list, <laughs> and then here's my um, I'm a fucking idiot list. And <laughs> both of them containing great games, but yeah, man, basically just like, not not like a, oh here's my list and here's my this. Just just riffing on our favourite games because we've done pixel episodes on specific like. Thingies and, and and we've got into like obviously everybody knows about my love for like Bloodborne because I won't shut up about it and Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows about the Silent Hill stuff because we spoke about that like on the Silent Hill movie episode. Good episode. But that was at a point where we were kind of like we're just a movie podcast, and then yep. we started moving away from that. But we were only covering games on the new releases. So now we're more or less at the point where we're just at anything podcast because you guys seem to like that. And yep. we like doing that. So, yeah, fuck it. Let's just get into it, mate. What? I'm going to get your list up on my phone as well. Um, I'm, just, I'm just doing that in the background. This is the professional MPM here. I was thinking, please keep talking whilst I find it. It's here somewhere. Yeah, I thought it was a good idea. You tagged a few of uh, a few of the followers and the listeners in, a couple of right lads who gave, oh, yeah. gave some quality answers as well. There was a few games, actually, which were in uh, like at least 50% of other people's um List is, is there a list like if we go through just quickly there's hardly any lists without a metal gear uh, other than mine <laughs> uh, yeah yours doesn't have it oh i'm trying to think now adrian's has got one yep Bespin uh, doesn't have a metal gear what a Bespin. joke um i don't know about johnny o as well we'll have, a, we'll have a little look as we go through mate um right here was my three by three because um Mine was uh, again in no order. It's three by three. Went for the again. This is you can tell where I missed out on about a decade and a half of gaming. But um, <laughs> The Last of Us, Fallen Order, GoldenEye for the N sixty four, WWF, not WWE, before the Panda took over. WWF No Mercy, Mario Kart sixty four, the Turtles in Time, 
Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, that kind of covers every Sonic game on the Mega Drive or Genesis, if oh, you're yeah. in the States. All, all of those. Exactly. And the, the Last of Us Part 2 and the Ghostbusters 2 game that came out on the Atari because that used to frustrate the fuck out of me. So that was my nine. Literally from a time, like from the 90s and very early noughties, and then the last like, eight, nine years. Yeah. That's mine. Yours is a bit, I don't want to say more eclectic, but yours is slightly more varied, I think, in terms of years. Oh, yeah. So Resident Evil 2. Um, nice. We'll, we'll, we'll get into these like bit by bit, but yeah. Resident Evil 2 is on there. I think it's the best um, Resident Evil game, just period. Uh, there's obviously newer games and flashier looking games and all this, but the me and uh, me and my boy Dave Roundtree were talking about Dave. this the other day, and straight away, that guy, we are just cut from the same cloth, me and that guy. But, He's um, a naughty boy. He said straight away, I was like, what's your favourite, what's the best Resident game? He's like, Resident Evil 2, hands down, original, not the remake. And the re- it's one of those circumstances where the remake is great, but yeah, RE2 is a bit, we'll get, we'll get into this, we'll go mm-hmm. into him bit by bit, and you, you can pick out bits of yours and mine and whatever, but Bloodborne's on there, duh. Um, Metal Gear Solid 2, yeah, that's always going to be on every list ever. Silent Hill 2, again, will always be on every list. The next one, right, I've got Castlevania Rondo of Blood, and that could easily be Symphony of the Night, but Rondo of Blood was like, basically, the difference between them, mate, is uh, one's a Metroidvania, which is what, what coined that phrase, is a Castlevania and Metroid games, where you do yep. like the big exploration in a 2D space where you unlock new abilities to unlock doors, blah, blah, blah. Rondo of Blood just plays like a classic Castlevania game, which is you run from left to right, you defeat every enemy on the screen until you reach the boss at the end of the level, you defeat that and you beat the level, then you a go classic, to the next level. Okay, classic old format. Classic gameplay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Rondo of Blood is like one of the best versions of that ever. Yeah. It also has a fucking beast of a soundtrack, and Trying to think of him, I was like, it, well, it kind of implies that I love Symphony of the Night as well if I like Rondo of Blood, but not many people know about Rondo of Blood. So it's like, I like to push that one because people nice. should play it. And it okay. did come out like uh, in a weird fucking, it came out on like the Super CD and you, you you had to get it and then you could get it, but you could get it over here and you had to do all sorts with the fucking language. And then they remade it over here, but the remake is like a full on remake and it's basically not the same game as like Dracula X Chronicles and it's not as good. So yeah, now if you buy on the PS4, the Castlevania, it's not the Castlevania collection. It's like, I can't remember what they named it, but it's Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood. And it's incredible. Um, I'd never played Rondo of Blood and it was like, I, I fully 100% at it and just, yeah, just loved it. Amazing game. Death Stranding. Uh, spoke about that before, obviously. Devil May Cry 3. Again, just a great series in general, apart from Devil May Cry 2. And I could have picked one, three, or five easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2. Ooh, um, number two. Yes, we'll get into that in a bit. Wire 2 over 1, and Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which is just, yeah. People are literally, the hyperbole when that game came out. I remember that, mate. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, people say it's literally the best game of all time, and it's like the best Nintendo game ever. Like, And that hyperbole's not really stopped. Like, well, the, the hype for the like game that's coming out next. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And you pick up an Empire Magazine top 100 games of all time list yeah. and shit. It's, most of the time it's been bumped up now as the best game ever made. So. Right. I need to ask you now, because I've seen, I've seen Breath of the Wild being played for many years, um, many, many years on, on the Switch. I've, I've, I've seen it. I've played it. Um, why? 
And because it's good, I think it's a good game. Why is it? What is it about that game which is so revered? What because to me, it, I, I haven't to, to seen me it. Or in I haven't general. played it. Well, well, to you and in general, because I've played it, but I haven't played it through. You see, so I haven't got a real feel of the story in that. I've played bits. You know, I picked up a chicken you, and threw it like, in the lake. Hear about games where uh, they sort of promise you that like every, you can do anything and you can go <laughs> anywhere and all this shit, and it, it's it never easy, ever it? actually cashes in on that promise. Like <laughs> there's a moment in Breath of the Wild. I sort of fell in love with it because I really like Zelda, mm-hmm. but like, I don't think I'd have put any of the others on this, like the old dungeon, like puzzle solving Zeldas and stuff. Breath of the Wild's different. It's like a, it's just like a rebranding for the series, but still keeps the core of it in, in areas. But basically there's a moment like early on where you do that thing where you kind of like, this won't work. I'm playing a video game and whatever that thing is that you're thinking of, it will work. So, nice. like, little examples yes. I can give you is, like, um, so you'll, like, set something on fire to cause, like, an up, like an updraft, like a, a gust of wind to come towards it. And then, like, you'll grab a leaf from close by and go stand near it and hold the leaf above the fire and it will literally catapult you up in the air, like, nice. over, over a ravine. Or like you can you can chop down like trees and literally watch them roll and it's basically these games have been coming along for a while now. It started with like I, I couldn't tell you which one it started with first, but a lot of the really big ones that have been doing it are Metal Gear Solid Five and like Far Cry and a lot of these games have been doing it where it's called systemic gaming, mm-hmm. like systemic mechanics and whatnot. Is like basically all the systems in the game coming together to let you make decisions which impact the world in a satisfying way. So like that, what I said about me starting the fire, grabbing the leaf, and then subsequently being thrusted up into the air over a ravine that I couldn't get over otherwise. But you can get over it otherwise. It's just whichever method you pick. You can chop a tree down and watch it float down the lake, wait till it hits the rock at the bottom of the lake, then go jump on it and walk across. And Mm -hmm. like games, other games do that. The Last of Us 2 does that, for example. But when The Last of Us does it, or when, and this isn't a knock, this is just a different style of game. When The Last of Us or Uncharted or something like that does it, it's because it was supposed to happen. It was scripted. It was was supposed to happen. happen, It was always going to land like that. In Zelda, it's that the thrill is that you've done something that wasn't scripted. It's just because the mechanics of the world are so well set up. There's an example, right, where there was, there's a puzzle in a, so basically there's these small shrines in Breath of the Wild that you go into. And when you go in, you've just got to solve the area. It might be combat-based. It might be puzzle-based. It might be mechanic platform-based. It might be whatever. And you go in, and when you go in, at the end of it, you get a reward, which you can put towards health or stamina. So you can basically just progress through the game, and it gets easier, and you can access more areas and stuff like that, or you can fight harder enemies. Um, in these, there is one where a ball falls in like a puzzle. You know those puzzles when you got when you were a kid and you had to tilt the thing yeah. to get the ball out of the hole at the bottom? Oh, yeah. So there's, what, there's one of those that you've got and you're holding the controller and it's motion-based, so you're moving it like you would move one of those and it's moving on screen. If you turn your switch upside down, the other side of the of the puzzle is flat. So if you turn it down before the ball drops, it yeah. just literally lands on the flat side and rolls down straight into the hole. That's cool. It never tells you to do this. Like, it never points towards doing it, but it's just, like I said, everything you think about in that game where you go, do you think this will work? Like, nah, surely not. It's like, it's a video game. Sure, no, it will work. Like, anything you try like that. There was one where, there was this puzzle where I had to go fetch all these, like, electric pylons and 
connect them all and then connect them to this door archway, turn on the electricity and then let the door open. But I had a bunch of weapons on me. So I just laid down all the swords on the floor um, to obviously see if they would just work as like a conductor course it fucking worked because it's breath of the wild like you just <laughs> i just laid anything. down all my weapons and pressed the electricity and it did it like there was one where i had to balance this like piece of metal because you get like these kinetic magnetic powers which use which basically just work like you can pick metal objects up and i was picking one of them up and i was like you've got to balance this <laughs> to get to this chest you've got to balance the door on the side of another door and then climb up it i just got the door and swung it and smashed the chest off the th- off the side into this like thing below again of course it worked because it's breath of the wild like it is purely based on your creativity and your mind to see if you can come up with That's different ways of doing awesome. stuff yeah and uh, like on top of that it's just it's inspired by Studio Ghibli. Like the soundtrack and the visuals are both inspired by Ghibli. So it's just this gorgeous game to explore. It's the other promise it delivers on is not just that you can do anything is that you can go anywhere, which I mentioned at the start, which is if you see something in the distance, you see like a little light in the distance, you see anything you can go to it. Like it's just a matter of, and the other thing that they innovated on, which has ruined other open world games for me, you can climb anything. I mean, any surface you can climb, which you imagine what that does is then as like a game design like perspective. You always lock players out by areas that they can't access like vertically, don't you? Like you can just say, right, they can't get to this until they open this door at the bottom. Yep. This throws all that out of the window. You can climb everything. Like, but then like whilst you're climbing, if it's raining, you'll, you'll slip down and stuff. And also if it's raining and it's lightning, you need to take all your metal equipment off you because the lightning might hit your sword and like electrocute it. Mate, it's just, I've, I've waffed on for long enough. You, Power you need to behind play that. Honestly, does, um, does Link ever get out of the friend zone with Zelda? Because uh, he doesn't it's complicated like there's, there's some fucking weird timeline stuff going on in Zelda, like where there isn't really a timeline, but then this book a while back came out, which said, yep, this is the timeline. And then everybody now argues about it and stuff. So (laughs) it's it's like, Oh God. Yeah. Um, do you know a good thing to do as well, mate, just, just get the atmosphere of the game as well. I know you've played a bit of it, but if you play in chunks, you won't, you won't sort of get this This is a really good trailer that came out. I remember it playing in cinema once this trailer and it's like, it's just, it's just fucking great. Yeah. And like Zelda, like cries out for link and then, like he comes running around and there's a, oh yeah it's just it's great mate it's really it's really good he's loving isn't he <laughs> yeah he loves I'm gonna it. do I could I could do this for all these games but Zelda is like I feel like I, there's a pressure on me there to sell you on how good it is because I haven't really met anybody who said that they didn't like it and yeah there's a lot of those games like that that don't work for me genuinely don't um a lot of the stuff I've just said as well about why Zelda's great you could apply to Death Stranding in a different way where that's a lot more serious game and there's a lot less like stuff but like all, all the stuff about how the environment works is the same in that you just got to deliver parcels as well alongside yeah. that but and the baby in the jar was that right the baby in the jar you got to look after that little, little tommy gotcha yeah you gotta you gotta go mad but that's um that's that's me waft on for like 10 minutes so oh, let's let's get into one on your list mate um that was interesting because i genuinely did want to know what why? No, not that I had ever doubted that it wasn't, but because uh, I haven't why played through the so game. Much praise, yeah, yeah, I just never got it. Like I said, I've played a few times, and like I said, I picked up a chicken and threw it in the lake, and that was good. Well, people um, really like that kind of gameplay because it's just infinitely like. Um, if you can literally explore for- anything, yeah, you can just. You don't even have to do a mission. You can just 
play and explore. But you know what I mean about like being able to do anything with it. People are still like finding ways to break it and finding ways to like just deconstruct what's happening where, oh, you got to do this to get to this level or do you? Because if you get this thing like and, and put it in this certain way and then hit it with a rock and then do this, you can go flying up to the top. That's and like, so cool. They, they put it in there. <laughs> They knew what they were doing when they put all these like mechanics in there, and like for YouTubers and Twitch streamers and content creators, it's a fucking dream. Because oh, just a treasure trove, mate. Yeah, because you can just go. Oh, I found a way to get to the top of blah 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 without using this certain item that you that it said you had to use, and then that's it. Fucking three million views straight away. That's mental. That is. I, yeah. I'm because I know that. Like I said, I know there's another Zelda game coming out. Uh, a sequel mm-hmm. or a continuation and i know people are very excited about that and i watched i think there was there was there a, a trailer or a like a tease yeah, dropped a last reveal, year? yeah, yeah and tease, i haven't yeah. played the game and i thought that looks cool well, what happened was like when ocarina of time came out on n64 yeah uh, they released 64. majora's mask like really close by because they just mm-hmm. used all the same engine the same assets but changed all the story and changed what you were doing in the game and added added new mechanics but they used the basis of o- ocarina of time i think I don't know, but I think that's what this is going to be. Unless there's been some big reveal trailer that I fucking missed or some shit. <laughs> I think that's what this is going to be. Is it's going to be like using a lot of what Breath of the Wild laid out there with a different sort of different story to tell, which is perfect. That's what I want. Yep. No, there you go. See, I do know some things about games. I did see that trailer, and it was all right. Um, oh, yeah. oh my! What have I got? I'm going to go for the classic. Right, so mate. We, we've gone into Last of Us and Last of Us Two recently, haven't we? Yes, so, we've done those. So all I'd say we've to those all in order. They, I'm sure. Fucking love those two games. I'm sure um, you've spoken about Fall, Fallen Order more times than I've maybe spoke about Bloodborne at this point. I've spoken about Fallen Order so many times. I love the story. I love the characters. I know people think Cow's a bit of a wet lettuce. I love uh, Greasy Money, baby. I love the characters. I can't wait for the sequel to come out to see what happens. I think the Stinger Mantis is the co- one of the coolest ship designs we've had since the 2012 takeover. Um, yeah. I love that game. The Last of Us, go check out our last Pixels episode on those two games. And thank you to Phil Daniels, so, who listened to it recently and said he loved it. So a lot of yours here is like outside of Fallen Order and the two Last of Us games is really based in nostalgia. So very much. I'm, so. I'm going to ask you which which one of these is is your best memory of playing? Give, give us a give us a Matt story of playing one of these games. Um, Jesus. Um, the... So just for everybody listening, we've got Goldeneye. Everybody's got fucking great memories of sat around playing Dude. that with their friends. WWF No Mercy again amazing like a lot of these all on n64 as well isn't it mate so a lot of them yeah yeah mario kart 64 again classic it's mate turtles in time one of the best like co-op experiences in an arcade isn't it yep sonic obviously everybody remembers playing sonic ghostbusters 2 on atari is something i've seen gameplay clips of on like cinemassico and he's like raging because he can't beat it or something but that it's is that, when I have probably the bit which played. I could never get it's the bit where in, in the film Ray is Let being lowered down into the sewer um, okay. you've got that pink slime at the bottom but when in the game when you're going down you've got these kind of these ghosties coming out of the water trying to attack you so you've got to fight them off yeah. whilst going down to try and get a sample and it was so fucking hard and at <laughs> the end you have to play uh, you have to fight against um, Vigo the Carpathian uh, basically it's 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 a condensed version of the film, but I just have yeah. memories of 
the, uh, uh, memories of that because one of the only games in Atari that I played, which was like an actual licensed game. Um, yeah. Most of the other ones were like some geezer running through the woods and these holes <laughs> would open up in the floor and then they'd close and you'd have to try and jump over them. Or um, Oh, that's bloody, what's his face, isn't it? Um, yeah, I knew you'd know it. Go on. <laughs> oh. oh, God, that's annoyed me. I know what it's called. And you swing over the fucking hole with the rope. Yep, and- that's it. And if you and if you and if you miss time, you fall. I remember my uncle jumped, tried to jump over one at once, and he made some weird noise like Tarzan, just as the hole opened and he died. Uh, in in game, not in reality. Um, <laughs> right, memory. Uh, see, I kind of I can pick one because uh, Mario Kart sixty four. That's in there because Pitfall. I, I yes, 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 yes. That's the one. Pitfall. <laughs> I, I join in your satisfaction there, mate. That's it. <laughs> Used to play that. Um, Mario Kart was on there because I used to play that with all my mates, whether here or at their house. It was, and even now, like the the later editions, Mario Kart's a proper fun game just to play with anyone. I, I genuinely think mates. like Mario Kart, it's just evergreen, and those mechanics were made so good back in the day. Yeah, they've just never failed to impress since. Like I, I'm of the belief, which may be wrong here, uh, Mario Kart and Smash Bros. Obviously, two big series and Nintendo's yeah. that have been going on every console. I think they get better with every release. I have amazing memories with some of them. Like I have amazing memories with Smash Bros. Melee, but mm-hmm. I think I could probably argue that the new one's better in some ways. Like, but yeah, go on, but mate. They're your, all your good memories, though, are, mate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, with those, that's what good. I mean. You, everybody's got one because there's one you tie all these memories to. Melee's mine for Smash Bros. But uh, again, of, if someone told me, me mate. Brawl was better, or like Mario sixty four, if someone told me Double Dash was better, then there you go. Like you can't argue. It's just yeah, whatever memory. They've you've all got. got their own qualities, and none's better than yeah. none that are better than others. So when when somebody says like, "Do you want to play Mario Kart?" Yes, immediately because because yeah. I don't even like I don't particularly like um, driving games. Uh, like straight no, up neither. driving games, I don't uh, mind playing GTA. I mean G- GTA or any of the GTA games could be on this list as well. Um, I don't mind that because I'm just all driving or like on the fork when we're playing. Um, I, I need to download it. Sorry, Bespin. Um, just driving around <laughs> in there and just like getting shot or Call of Duty, or whatever. But Mario Kart is there because it's oh, that's even today the most enduring social game I've ever played. Who's, who's your character? Oh mate, I was always Bowser. Bowser, nice. Yeah, he's a naughty, he's a naughty legend. Bowser was. Um, the thing is, again, they they all like have different ones. Like the latest one is basically fucking Nintendo Kart. You can play as anyone. You can oh, play as cool. like Link. You can play as anybody at this point. It's not just do, the Mario. Do the same mechanics. Just do the same. Oh yeah, base absolutely. Idea. Mate, it's still the same fucking tracks. Yeah, <laughs> it's still all the same. Like they do new ones, but that's what I mean. Every year they'll be like, right, there's forty tracks in this game like race courses and 10 of them are new to this game, blah, blah, blah. The rest are all the ones you've seen before this year that it comes out. It's like, there are 80 tracks and then there's like 20 new ones and all the ones from all the other games. Even the DS games. Like I I remember playing a game, a micro machines game as well. That was fun. Micro, micro machines racing game. Oh my God. Like the top down one where you were driving around on the table and shit. And you've got spilled milk and like uh, Cheerios and all that. You got to remember playing that mother as a kid, but golden eye is golden eye is, I think everyone, Everyone to a man remembers playing GoldenEye with their mates. I mean, look, the single player campaign was good as well, actually, to be fair. The single yeah. player campaign was really decent. Um, and this game came out a couple of years after the film did. But mm. I remember playing this with my brother. I remember at the horn. I remember playing with my mates. Always in those, those, those four screen, um, multiplayer modes. You, uh, you only live twice. Man of the Golden Gun, OBS, license to kill the living daylights. 
I fucking loved this game. And as a kid, like as a in 1997, these graphics were the shit. I was like, oh, I can oh, see yeah. Pierce Brosnan kind of a Sean Sean Bean <laughs> bastard is there kind of. It was and the golden and everyone needs to try and pick odd job because it was little and you could, it was so hard to try and target the bastard. And you do, if he had the golden gun, you were screwed. I think I this, this is that. that generation of of like consoles and games. I think this is the multiplayer shooter, the, the defining this one. I think just, just after this, you had Halo, yeah. which I think then took over. This spawned Perfect Dark, if I remember rightly, which was yeah, yeah. very similar. Wasn't as good. I don't think I don't think it's very good, but I mean, that spawned, st- I mean, up until about, I don't know, 10 years ago, maybe oh, that was still people, going. People do love Perfect Dark, though. There's a, there's a new one coming out soon, just been announced, and people went Shit. nuts for it. Exclusive Damn. Xbox One, but... Um, X what? Yeah. Exclusive to Xbox, that X one. X what? Xbox, what's that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah fuck um, Mate, GoldenEye was... I'm joking, um, I'm joking. Yeah, no, we don't mind Xbox, so let's don't play them. I think it's Rare developed it. But I, I, I just remember it was so cool to have a game which was tied into a film that I saw. Locations in the film were in the game, the characters... And it actually be good. And it was good as well. Like The single player was... It was decent. Um, it wasn't like... A, I remember it now. It wasn't particularly... I mean, it wasn't overly long, of course, but it felt like it took a fucking long time. And, yeah, um, yeah. and it was also fairly... They designed it, if I remember, that you could interact with things. Obviously, not many things, but you could go into any door you wanted. It wasn't. It, it, it was linear to a point. I mean, you, you had to obviously go follow a predetermined route, but at the same time, you can go and do whatever you want and explore rooms. Uh, there wasn't really ever anything in those rooms, but I always thought that was quite cool because back in the day, you'd walk past a door, but you couldn't do anything with it. It was just. It was just. Uh, yeah. rendered door. You couldn't do anything. It was, it's, this game was more interactive, so the single player was great. Um, and also having seen the film, it kind of helped me <laughs> work out how to play it. Cause like, what do they do in the film? Right. That's how I beat this level. But shoot the, everyone in the face, shoot everyone. Yeah. You, you don't ever go for the stomach. It's for the, you've got to go headshots, mate. Um, and you've got to put it on double O difficulty, like one shot kill almost. But, yeah, um, yeah the, the, the multiplayer, mate, for a generation. So with, with that was you enjoying it. this with you enjoying this multiplayer so much. Then did you get into any of the multiplayer stuff after like the, the Halos, the Call of Duties, and all that stuff? I did not, um, and I wish I wish I did, mate. I don't know. Did I think really, well, like, just just for people listening as well, we just got Matt back on in in like the last year. We got Matt back on Call of Duty Warzone, yeah. And you really got into that, didn't you? So I think well, that I'm might be you it, scratching that. Itch of Goldeneye again. Yeah, it's because I, lo- I love me a single player uh, game. Any, any, I lo- 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 look at me, Fallen Order, for example, on my list, mm. uh, and The Last of Us, of course. But there is something about jumping on. I don't know if it's because it takes me back, but there's something about jumping on with your mates. And nowadays, you don't even have to be in the same room, which, yeah, it's a shame because imagine, imagine the lads in the same room together. That yeah, would yeah. Be great. But. Well, there the is something about that. Stuff, it really, it really helped me. Definitely, like yeah. just jumping on the headset and that just the, feeling like a bit when of a social COVID night. Started, man. It was uh, when when all the lads came on. It was me, you, best being pet. That's what Nick. that's what started all this. Like you, you, you watched any of the best Doom Boy streams? You listened to NPM. You listened chaos. to Bob the podcast. Like all that started through COVID happened, and then me, Matt, and Bespin got talking, and then through that we all got talking, and then. Yeah, yep. that's, that's it. That's, I, that's how this stuff all started. That's it. I remember we were meant to do something with Bespin on sessions, and I didn't get his message. And then um, we were going to do something with you, and then Bespin said, "What about me?" So we got, we said, "All right, you both come on." And then, then <laughs> yeah. you two got on like best brothers, best mates venue, and it was oh yeah, me and Bespin were like proper good pals from like minute one, like. And I think we all did like that, though, didn't we? Like the first time I, because I spoke to you, like we jumped on a stream together. I think 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, th- I think you you and Luke didn't know how to stream, basically, and I'd been doing it for a bit, so you were just like, Ant chose how to stream. <laughs> sounds exactly I think that's how right. it started. And then you, doesn't know how to stream. I think me and you got talking about stuff, and then you were like, you should come on What I Watch Tonight. So when on What I Watch Tonight, chatted a bit of Jurassic Park. Good chat. And course. then, yeah, from I think the conversation after Jurassic Park, like after we were on the headset, was us going, we should start a fucking podcast. <laughs> We just, we just do this more often. Let's have some fun. Let's talk yeah. about let's talk about pop culture shit, basically. Let's talk about anything, yeah. And we've done that for about the last fifty odd episodes. So uh, there's it's the genesis. Mental, isn't it, mate? That we've got like that many episodes. Oh, I know, and that's including well, the pixels. It's, well. it's coming up in eight days, I think. I think it's the nineteenth. I think it well in terms of release, eight or nine days it's yeah. soon. Yeah. Since, um, since a whole year we had our first episode so yeah Resi, look forward the to first it. episode where we watched about nine films in preparation oh, for that God, imagine episode. having that much time now like honestly that was, me and Matt, was like a different about, world away didn't it about three days before we recorded the fucking npm resident evil episode we were like yeah we, we we've got plenty of time to watch all these films so we sat for two days solid watching resident evil films two hours now it's like resident evil films now the way this show works to give you more of how the sausage is made is matt and i go have you got time to watch like a film this week and we're like actually i don't know because i've got to watch this and i'm doing this, and then I'm this week. yeah did you <laughs> yeah like have you sat down this week <laughs> and it's like fucking hell man like the the, the time just gets away when we're both yeah, working just, so much but work and life and we're obviously pr- back in the day it was back in the day when covid was a th- real threat it still is wear your masks <laughs> but um here we had the time we could watch 10 films a week if we wanted to like with that our action hero action movie f- uh, episode oh quality. my god but we watched How so many, many action films fucking... because yeah, we man. wanted you guys to know that we haven't just gone for the top 10 that everyone else went for we put <laughs> we, we sweated and did the work for that and the rock. um it with the oh, yeah the um um losers go losers go home and whatever winners go I mean, home i swear, I swear, I, I, swear I grew my i swear my beard grew like the 20 inches overnight watching the watching the fucking action films it, chest air just spouting out I everywhere know, i wish more things grew on me watching that but <laughs> looking down but other than my gut but i didn't, I didn't get any smaller <laughs> but honestly mate but no yeah that is that is how it started so streaming and gaming is actually how this whole thing and every pretty much all of the end, all of the entities like us and Bespin and all that and all everybody's uh, respective properties all kind of stream uh, came from just larking about on the streams. Basically, it's pretty much how it worked. Um, oh yeah, and that's the best way, isn't it? I think sometimes I think, and I've always said it. Yeah, we never, always... we never came into this going. We're going to be podcast friends. <laughs> like... No, no, I, and I, I big respect to anyone who does this, but it isn't for me. If you advertise for a podcast co-host, you'll get lucky one in twenty or thirty, maybe because you just you need to have you need to have something, don't you? I mean, you, you we could get anyone Mate, on as a third. To be one hundred percent honest work. with you, there aren't that many people I want to talk to for an hour a week. Most people I want to talk to, but um. exactly <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, it's got you, you've got to have some good connection with somebody to be like, yeah, we're going to talk for an hour every week, and it's going to be so fun. That other people are going to want to listen to us do it like that, that and, and i enjoy listening back to them yeah, every now and then exactly, i yeah. listen to some because um just to just to get f- for research or for bits i want to drag out for like an audio clip i will uh put the episode on who cares if i'm patting us on the back here and i'll put, put it on and i'll just listen to it because i don't realize that it's our show i'm like this is fun this is funny this is great and then oh yeah i find myself like, like, oh, cringing a bit sometimes when i'm like I, I like do a really hard laugh and i was like oh shit i'm laughing at myself <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> a- <laughs> 
<laughs> I just laughed at my own joke hard. Imagine, imagine doing that. Suppose, uh, if you did it in real life, if you if you'd said a joke in real life and then laughed like that, then you get a slap. But because because you're coming through the speakers, it's all right. It's not. It's, yeah, yeah. I can pretend I just really thought it was you. It's you in the past. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's past you. Uh, but no, yeah, gaming, mate. Um, GoldenEye has been... GoldenEye is one of my... One of my earliest memories, actually, was... And Horn will attest to this. We used to play NHL 94 for hours and hours on hours on end every day. It's that's. I think uh, I'm right in saying, I will check this, but it's always held up as one of the greatest, certainly, sports games of all time, yeah, NHL yeah. 94. That was boss. I played as the Pittsburgh Penguins back at Ops. My brother would be the New York Rangers, and we'd just play... Like grudge matches all day, and it was quality. That and and the mechanics on that game were so new for the time. You could do like one timers, which you couldn't do in the previous games. It it just mm. felt like a real ice hockey game. Um, With how much like Pens and FIFA fans. have gone down the shit this year, I might buy the the new NHL game and play well, that man, instead. I, I usually get them. I I used to get them when they came out, but now I get them when they're on offer. Um, You're gonna get, because, get a filthy new PS5 and get NHL. Oh, this I will do. I'll get. I'll definitely for that. The only problem with the thing is the NHL games. To be fair, actually, they do. They yeah, they still have the kind of EA. Like, it's just the same game with a few new additions, but. The NHL games generally do have a few more than, say, FIFA does, and I know NFL is quite good at that as well. But they I'm just add- good with Pez this year. Pez have Pez have just killed when themselves. I watched you play that man, that was good fun as well. Where uh, and well, we, I think we mentioned is Ant was playing Pez one afternoon uh, again last year when we had time, and he said, "Do you want to come and watch?" And I said, "I'm the kind of guy who's going to watch someone else play football," and it was quality because I was commentating, and it was so much fun to watch. We, we were both commentating like on the, the game. It was yeah. great. And uh, yeah, that's right. I was picking teams, and it was um, Poon, Poon Song Ballbag, whatever his name was. The fucking like the opponent would be like Barcelona, and Matt would pick me like the Pohang Steelers or something. It was shit. worse than that. I'd li- I'd literally pick like a a Thai Division Two team um, to play. And, like, and I'd still fucking win. <laughs> it was it was Pornsack Pongthong. That's it. Pornsack Pongthong. He was a marauding uh, fullback, if I remember rightly. Like, cut he from the Andy fucking, Robinson mold. He was like Danny Alves, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but Pez, I uh, haven't seen you play it. I think I'd probably prefer to p- buy Pez next year or this year. When no, the no, new no, one that's what I'm out. saying, mate. They, they've killed themselves. Oh. They're, they're re-released. Oh. They, they've rebranded themselves. Oh. It's called eFootball instead of oh. Pez. E-football. There's going to be... There's going to be seven teams in the game on mm. release. That sounds and awesome. it's going to be mostly functioning across with mobile like versions Why of the game. This? And uh mate, it just really sounds really bad. They could they could surprise people and like it, it could be better than the decisions they've made and stuff. The thing is, I know people for years piss on like oh Pez has got this and Pez has got that but they, they've so much better mechanically. You you sit down and you play what one of each of those games, and you don't feel the difference between them. About what we said earlier about like just comparing it to something like Breath of the Wild, where doing these things and going, "Oh wow, I didn't know like that, that makes would a difference." Out. Yeah. Whereas FIFA is like, I could tell you before I press the buttons and before where the player going, makes yeah. a move on the pitch where the ball's going to go and yeah. if it'll go in and where it'll go on the net and like everything. Whereas that's not what football is. Like no. football is that moment of anticipation when the ball leaves fucking like Mo Salah's foot from the right side, and you're like, Ugh! you don't know if it's going to pen off the post, or yeah, or, <laughs> or he's going to get a pen, or the keeper's going to dance. Like you don't know. Um, that's not in FIFA. 
but it's in pairs. So yeah, like, that's that's yeah. You want that spontaneity. You want that fucking like. I mean, you want. I mean, let's not talk about football because you've got someone like Lionel Messi, Cristiano Cristiano Ronaldo would never take the easy route. He'd never take the cash grab route. I think we've now found out who the goat is. But um, mate, uh, that's what I want from a football game or any sports game, any game. But especially especially sport. The thing about sport, which is going to be almost impossible to capture in a game, is everything you've just said. The moments. Like if the yeah. ball takes it, if the ball takes a dodgy touch off someone's sheen and it ricochets, is that going to be in the game? In pairs, like I say, it's like it's all. Oh mate, it's yes. all like. But it did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And again, the gameplay might be good, and they might just fix it all. And they might be like, oh yeah, we've sorted it out now, and blah blah blah. But who knows? But um, yeah, it's the it's the anticipation of like the animation for me is like, yeah. oh, this guy's about to kick it. Like in FIFA, I'm like, he's going to kick it straight lace, and it's going to go about mid. Like in the net, and it blah blah blah. All this, like, Pez could you could deflect it, could fucking you could drag the shot and it could bobble into the corner, you could blast it, and the keeper could make a great save. But, like, well, this it, is it's it. the post and rebounds back. Like, all this stuff is like, I'm on edge playing it. I want to and, play, I want to play, you know me, I want to play more, I want to play more and more games. But when I play a game, because I'm an old man now, I want a bit of a challenge. I don't want it to be like you've just said, where um, you could just press triangle, triangle, through ball, through ball, through ball, goal. I want well, the there to be is, that challenge. The problem with, with FIFA for that reason as well is that like they can do that to you. All yeah, your games end yeah. up being like six five. Yeah, exactly. And that's and not it's boring. And the same yeah, as a boring. shooter first person. It's the same same as a wrestling, whatever it might be, survival horror. I want it to. I want it to be a challenge. I want it to be tough. I don't want yeah. it to be. I've, I know I can just stand here, hide, um, uh, and auto wait, whatever. I want it to be a bit of a challenge. Um, especially now I've played, I only played a couple of games through recently, but the more I play, the more I think, right, I'm going to spend hours just sucking into this and mm. not, and just getting my ass handed to me. Yeah. Time. Well, I mean, the last of us, if you've seen any of my playthroughs guys, you'll know that, uh, I got my ass kicked a few times in that game and that, but, and I jumped off a roof and I died. Um, but yeah, a lot of mine are older games and I'll, I'll go into some more in a minute, but yours, mate, like we mentioned yours is, I don't say it is, You've mentioned metal, you know, with Metal Gear Solid. Let's get into that because everybody's list had a almost had a, had an MGS on it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, metal Gear Solid Two is the first one of the first time. The first game did this, but two especially is one of the first times I sat there playing through that as a kid, being sort of like, I think what's happening in this game is way above my brain's pay grade, <laughs> and like playing it back as an adult. So, like, some mad shit goes down in the game where, like, it'd it take forever to go into fully. But basically, in in a, in the shortest way possible, I can tell you, Kojima predicted, like, political misinformation. He it predicted memes being used for, like, <laughs> misinformation and stuff. Uh, so much about, like, nuclear warfare and, like, everything that's fucking transpired with that and... There's so much in it that is just so profound. It is insane. There's a video, I think, I think it's by this guy called Max Derrett or something. And it's, okay. the video is literally titled The Most... Let me just double check because I don't want to shout this guy out and then not um, <laughs> get the name right. So I think it's the most profound moment in video games. Most found wow. moment in games. Okay. And, uh, it's I'm, literally, I'm all ears now. Yeah, it's about... Um, it's about this moment in, in Metal Gear Solid 2 where basically I don't want to spoil the whole video, but he's, it's basically talking about there's a, there's a moment in the game where things go completely fucking self-aware and 
the, the, the colonel's talking to you as Raiden, and you don't know if what's happening is real, basically, or not. And he literally tells you to, to turn off the... Pl- He's like, turn off the console. You're wasting your time and blah, blah, blah. This is in the middle of a game where you've just been like fighting like a vampire ninja and stuff. Is there's all these quotes from like the digital society furthers human flaws and selectively rewards blah blah blah. Look at the strange. I'm trying to like. It's impossible to summarize it without like seeing the video. If you if you haven't played Metal Gear Solid Two and you don't know about it, just watch this video. The most profound moment in gaming history. If you have, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's just mental, mate. You don't know what parts of the game are real, what parts aren't, what parts are a simulation made like. For Raiden, Raiden is also one of the most controversial characters in gaming where it's like he's he sucks <laughs> in a term. And, and a, a demo came out for the game originally, and it was just the tanker mission from the start of the game where you played as Snake, everybody's favorite hero, and you, you play as him and blah, blah, blah. The game starts, you play that tanker mission, which came out as a demo. And then you play as Raiden for the entire rest of the game. Nice. You never play a snake again. Like it's one of the biggest like, bait and switches of all time. And Raiden, like I said, he sucks a bit, and he he looks like a, he's like got long blonde hair, like pale face, and he's like skinny. He's like he looks like the dude on every anime front cover, basically. And like he idolizes Snake when he sees him and stuff. And it's it's. Almost a message for like trying to make a good sequel as well at the same time, and how it's not going to be the same and it's not as good as you thought it was. And this hero who, who you're playing as now in the game is you, and it's you looking at Snake. And there's just, mate, there's so much to it mm-hmm. that I can't get into in just like a quick moment. So it would take two hours to explain the entirety of, like I said, how much is in it. And just as a kid, though not understanding all that and and just having that moment where the colonel phones you and he literally says turn off the playstation like t- turn it off you you sit in too close to the tv and you'll hurt your eyes yeah. like and i'm just like are mum and dad watching <laughs> like what <laughs> what's going on like, you made this shit happening right in front of me yeah it's just like it's absolutely nuts and kojima's known for doing stuff like that like in the first metal gear game which obviously will shout out cuz a lot of people had it on their list, it, it could read your memory card and know what you'd been playing. There was a certain boss, Psycho Mantis, awesome. and he would literally Little like things. Konami games, obviously all made by Konami. And Psycho Mantis would stand there as you're about to fight him and say, "Like you like Castlevania and Pro Evolution Soccer," like, and then start like <laughs> the way you would defeat him as well is you would have to unplug the controller from controller port one because he could read your mind and plug it into controller port two and he couldn't read yes. your mind if you're in port two like there's parts of the game where it'd be like oh you need to check the back of the box that you've got and you've got a box in your inventory and you're like, there's nothing fucking on there you needed to literally check the back of the video game box for a code that you needed to call within the game that like, is ridiculous yeah man and, and he was doing this shit he was doing this shit on the fucking ps1 and two like before anybody was doing it so it Again, in- incredible game. Some people don't like to, and I don't. I-, I-, I get it if you didn't like riding or that that didn't work for you. That like sort of just switch that they did, but I-, I just think it's genius. I think it's genius what they did. You don't want to play, and then like subsequent games, you got to play a snake again. And in Metal Gear Solid Four, it was almost like a Last Jedi situation. Like Snake comes back, but he's old and he's fucked and he's just <laughs> withered and like. 
Raiden came back and then Raiden was actually a fucking badass as well. And it's just one of those series, man, that I'll just take with me forever. Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, all incredible for me. Every single one of them is absolutely amazing. And 5 ends with one of the most amazing twists. I I don't want to spoil that because that's a bit more recent, but that's an amazing twist in 5 as well. I remember... I remember the boys on the playground. So the playground, that, that's that's a lie. The lads on the on the lunch break and in the classrooms when I was at school, they'd always be talking about MGS Metal Gear Solid. They'd always be talking about Snake um, to the point now. I'm hearing you talk about. It. I wish I'd played these. I mean, I can still go back and play them, um, but I wish I'd played them back then just to know yeah. how cool these sounded and be able to follow the as the games come out and kind of grow with the um, the technology and the mechanics of the games. Cause it, I would have, that would have blown my mind thinking, Oh Christ, what else, he, what else did this guy know about me? It's just, I'm just quickly reading through like some of the stuff here <laughs> about, about people's reactions to like Metal Gear Solid 2. And a lot of people are saying the same as me as well. It's like, uh, they didn't get it when they were kids basically. And yeah, like, that's going to be the same for a lot of people, but yeah, going back now, it's, it's just, yeah, one of the most profound moments in video game history. Like that's just, it is what it is. Shit. I feel like I've missed out on this. He's a, he's a prophet, man. The the dude's predicted so much stuff. Like two predicted memes. Come on. Yeah. Like memes in like a political sense, like using them for power and misinformation. And it's like, yeah. Fake news, useless misinformation, um, everything is is sort of in there already. And it's before social media was even a thing. And when did the first one come out? 1998. Yeah, yeah, so shit. Well, there was Metal Gear before that, but the the first Metal Gear Solid was uh, 1998, yeah. Yeah, I just yeah, that's how it would have been. Right, when did I start school? About ninety six, seven. Yeah, so yeah. Well, I remember everyone talking about it and just hearing the name Snake, 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 all the time. And um, I wasn't playing Metal Gear Solid at then. I was, uh, I'd play something like Diablo or something when it finally came out on PS One. I know I did like that game an awful lot as well. Um, yeah. Or I'd play the sports games, or I did play like I'd play Silent Hill or the first Resident Evil. But Metal Gear Solid is something that's always just passed me by and. Um, sounds like you're telling me in a roundabout kind of way, I need to get off my um, slubby ass and play it. Yeah. And again, <laughs> you'll have to be patient though, because it's like, it's not going to play like modern games and stuff, but yeah, I, yeah. Uh, Bespin was replaying through the Metal Gear games, but he's a big Metal Gear three guy, which mm-hmm. Metal Gear three is a big homage to like bond and like those early, like, Cold War era spy films and stuff um, where you play as Solid Snake's dad, but um, well, <laughs> of sort, sort of dad, but um, yeah, it's it might not hold up. It might it might be one of your favorite gaming experiences of all time. It's one of those though, mate. Is that I played it when I was younger and loved it, and then I played it when I was older and loved it for a completely different set of reasons. And you so. can go back and reevaluate the games so, that you may not have understood as a kid, and now they mean yeah, even more. And as a kid, I was playing it, and I was like you can literally shoot individual bottles and depending on where you shoot them on the glass depends on how the bottle smashes. Yep. That's all. Awesome. This fucking game came no, out. I love in, that kind of stuff. Like the early two thousands. My mind was blown. My mind was absolutely blown. 
and then obviously playing it years later and seeing the subtext and everything else and actually understanding it and having something like a functioning human brain is um yeah it's a lot better that's the shit i like man it's like you say when you can when you can shoot something at a certain angle and it'll and it'll explode in a different way so you can take people out and these well, that's why it was getting that's all the credit all for at the man. time uh, because people that, that just hadn't been a thing the detail was insane in Metal Gear Solid 2, but yeah. yeah. That's that's what I'm here for, mate. Um, what else have I got? Detail. Detail about detail. WWF No Mercy. Um, again, back before the World Wildlife Foundation sued them for their name. WWF No Mercy. This, is, this came out of the height of the Attitude Era when you got The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Triple H, uh, Degeneration X, all those, all those. Is this your era of watching wrestling as well? Yeah, man. Well, I used to watch it when I was when I was little, little. When it was like Hulk Hogan, Macho Man. Um, oh yeah, dig it. Ultimate Warrior. That was a bad impression. Undertaker. You know, back in the day, Andre the Giant. And then, then it got a bit naff. But then, but then they realised, like, right, let's let's bring let's get someone like Stone Cold Steve Austin, who who swears, who drinks beer, um, and doesn't give a damn, and let's just basically build an entire. Um, era around that, and then they yeah. got the Rock, who was his counterpart and antithesis, and then everything else that came in. DX, suck it. That was it. And I mean, they had um, what was the game they had before? Because they had a couple of wrestling games come out before, and they were they were cack. They had WrestleMania 2000, which came out before, and that wasn't that was this. No Mercy was very much built on those foundations, but it got bigger. They you had these championship modes, so you could fight for each belt but it was each belt had their own storyline so you could fight for the hardcore title the intercontinental title tag team whatever and depending on whether you won lose and how well you did that would depend your your story would uh your story would be determined by how well you did so it wasn't oh you've lost a match okay replay it until you keep winning so you can follow this story if you lose you get knocked back down and you have to fight the jobbers it was really really cool at the time um and because there were like seven of the, seven of these storylines, it took a long time to complete. Um, they had all of the wrestlers of the day because this is like peak now. All of the wrestlers were there. Um, you could do all of their finishing maneuvers. They looked great. Um, they had ladder matches in it. The Titan Tron oh, videos the fucking looked ladder great. Matches, man. The ladder matches. Fucking hate that because every time I get near the top, La- ladders and, get up and TLC. That's that's T- what yeah, I like. tables, ladders, Royal, and chairs. Royal Rumble was sick. Hell in a Cell, TLC, in a cell, ladder yeah. match, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because I used to get to the top of the ladder and do like a swanton bomb or something, yeah. just because I could. Um, Were you a sad bastard like me? Where did you used to like? I used to replicate the the moments from real so i would yeah. like oh we're doing it we're doing a hell in a cell it's yeah. got to be undertaker and mankind got, and you've got to off. that's it you got to throw him off through the fucking advertiser uh like through the commentator's table and the oh, god. Going, oh, god he's killed him or whatever he broke him in half. that's it <laughs> steel meets flesh and bone uh, steel he, wins he's killed him jr knew the assignment from day one JR, oh, yeah. JR and Jerry the King Lawler, they were great at just selling everything, especially the moment <laughs> when Undertaker knocked Mankind off the off, off the Titantron and he hit the floor and, and the floor bounced where it was a mat, but they didn't mention that bit. But um, yeah, Mister, you got, you got to have Mankind and Mr. Socko where he get his dirty sock from his onion groin and shove it down your throat. Oh, it, beautiful. It onion a, groin sock. a wrestling fan at that age as well, it was absolutely everything he could have wanted. And the fact that the game was great and it's still... The pinnacle 
people still say, and I don't play wrestling games anymore, but I, I read reviews uh, like when they Mate, come out on so Twitter. all over the fucking people place. People are still saying, is it as good as No Mercy? And this came out in uh, 21 years ago now, I think. Mm. People are still comparing games I to No Mercy. I love No Mercy. I loved um, SmackDown versus Raw, yeah. obviously. There was um, one called Raw is War, which came out in about 96, which I really like that as well. That was for the Master System. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah, yeah. It was like Mega Drive, so Mega Drive. Can you remember really that one that came that out one. and it was like, I think it was PS2. I, I think I might have had it on GameCube, to be fair, but it's that same era. And it was like Legends of WrestleMania or something. Yeah, and it I was like that, a throwback yeah. one and you could play as like original Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant and all that stuff. I used to watch wrestling with my granddad, so <laughs> I did watch like the era of Hulk Hogan and all those. Yeah. And then I kind of went to the next era and then I watched, I think, right through to like WrestleMania 24. So like, that's why I watched right through like Batista and See, Triple H and all those splitting that. up. And, yeah, yeah. Batista was my guy. I loved Batista. What about John Cena? You couldn't see him, but he was there. What do you think I thought about John Cena? I think you thought he was a tit. Correct. But you like him now in certain roles. Yes. You're yes. right, mate. You've exactly. Because he's cool. He, he was the guy who just like fucking won every single time. Like he yeah. just won constantly, like, and I did like him for a, for a period, and then it just got to the point where it was just kind of boring. Yeah, like everybody did it. Like he started getting booed, and he didn't even make a heel turn. He was just getting booed because it was like, oh, Cena's won. Yep, Cena's Cena's going to do this. Like, he was also a wrestler, but he's perfect wrestler. Yeah, yeah, and it's like I, I liked Batista because Batista was just a fucking nutter. Like Batista, the, the, when they did the they did a table signing and. um Rick Flair, Triple H, and Batista. Hey, basically, Flair. Batista was like signed up by. I can't remember what they were called. They were called like Evolution or something. I think somebody there was a couple this. of that kind of. I think they're called film. Evolution. Yeah, yeah, and it was basically Triple H, Rick Flair, and Triple H had the WWE Championship. No, it was a World Heavyweight Championship. I think World Heavyweight Championship, and. Um, Batista was more or less hired as he's like just his fucking hitman. So anytime Triple H used to be about <laughs> to lose the title, if he couldn't knock the ref out and grab a sledgehammer to fucking just absolutely lobotomize someone with that, Batista would just run in and like destroy whoever it was. And they were doing a table signing once to get him to sign up again with them for like another whatever. <laughs> Batista just picks Triple H up and fucking Batista bombs him through the table that they were signing on. <laughs> then puts like his thumb down to him, which was his thing. And then that was it. That was the title match at WrestleMania and he won it and it was fucking great. But, but, um, it's, it's, but that's it. When, even though we all know, yep, sorry, it's still real to me, damn it. Even though we all know it's scripted. Mate, um, but well, that's, that's, you get into it, I don't even get People used to it. tell me, people used to be like, you do know it's fake. I'm like, yeah, but, yeah, right. But, but so he's EastEnders, you prick. But, but your fucking still, mum I keeps know. watching it. I say like, that about when people say about footy and that as well. Oh, it's just a game. It's like, oh, why'd you get so into it? Why'd you get so into Coronation Street? I mean, at least why this is tangible. Into anything, like, oh, right, let's get into this. This pisses me off with people. I don't mind if you want to be a fucking Paul Blart, just like going through life and just ignoring any, everything around you. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. I don't care. I'm just watching this. Oh, why are you into that? Blah, blah, Just don't ask me why I care about things. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Don't ask me why I've got an analytical brain just because you refuse to use yours. <laughs> no, you're right, mate. It's... It's just onion groins everywhere for the most yeah, part. Yeah, just like if you want to just not think about anything, do it. But yeah, just have wrestling, fun with what you like. Res- wrestling was always like it's just live action theater. It's it's like it's, it's a TV it's show. Sports it's entertainment. Animated they never, they never went along with that, did they? They never went away from that. It's sports entertainment. 
Yeah, it's anime for rednecks. That's what it is. It is. It's just like, oh, this guy, this guy was really shit at the start, and everyone hated him, and he's really weak, and he lost to this guy. Oh, but he beat this guy last week, and he's getting more powerful. It's just fucking Dragon Ball. It's everything. It's all the same stuff. Like, it's no different, but people just like, because they're, like you said, people are looking at it as a sport. They're like, oh, it's shit. But it's not for those people. WWE is not for people who like football. WWE is for people who like anime or films or games and all this shit that's what it, that's how it works and people get into it and so they should it's, 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 it's not i don't watch it anymore it's not for me anymore but i don't give a sh- i don't care if no, somebody that's, the thing, it. that's it, great you know, that's it's, great it's, what i always say with it as well is people always say like oh wrestling shit these days it's probably not man it's probably just as fucking good as when we watched it we're just out of it yeah like, no, that's what i mean it yeah. never ends it's, it's just like it's, i know I've you're just, not saying that anyway i've just moved away from it now but it's, yeah, probably it's still right. and it, i don't know and it's still obviously huge because if I see I was still people watching in my and like Roman Reigns and like somebody else would fucking go, I might be just as pumped for that right yeah, now. Exactly. And I know people who hadn't watched it for like 10 years and have got back into it and are just loving it again. And I yeah. can imagine that would, that's, that's how it would be. I, it was, it was my shit for a while, mate. And I know it was yours. Like it was, it was the thing I got excited for. I went to watch it. I went to watch uh, TNA in Orlando. I got fucking yeah, yeah. Rob Van Dam thrown at me. It was oh, one of the yes. best moments I of all time. What did I see? I saw a I saw a house show when they came over to London. Back in about must have been about ninety five six, and that I, and that, Shawn Michaels was there and that, and he won his fight. That was great. I think it was actually Shawn Michaels v Bret Hart as well. Mate, I fucking loved Shawn Michaels as well. He's my other guy. Take Batista and the sexy boy. They were they were my guys. Sweet chin music. Every time every time he stood there and he was <laughs> slapping his thigh, banging his feet, I was like, Come on, turn around, you fucker. Get kicked in the face. Come on. Yeah. Oh, I like I'd it. be remiss to not tell this story. I was telling this to shout out to Andy, number one fan. Andy. Um nice boy. I was telling this story at work the other day and it, they, they were loving it, so I'll I'll tell it on here. Basically, went to watch TNA in Orlando and like You've got all the Americans are stood around, and we were stood right next to the ramp. You know the spot where you always see people like having a go at the wrestlers that come down. So Booker T was coming down. Booker T. So I'm, I'm stood basically all Americans around me, except there's this one English family to our right, and we're like stood <laughs> with them. And like Booker T's coming down the thing, and this family to our right, this is like a, it's like a, obviously there was a dad with those of course and we're all stood there like boo booker t you suck you suck <laughs> everybody's shouting this like the americans and that and this english guy stood two feet away from booker t and went yeah fuck off you cunt <laughs> <laughs> and, and booker t look on his face he turns and looks at this guy he's like look, he looks furious and this it's, guy's like what like entertainment he, dude calm down but, no, but this guy, <laughs> he, he was hearing these Americans like, you suck, boo, boo. And you he was suck. Like, he basically just did what he probably did when he went to the fucking Wolves match that he goes yeah. to every week. Like, <laughs> he just did it like that. He, it was just like, yeah, fuck off, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was like, I just, just broke character for two seconds to be like, yeah, because I just I hung my head in my hands. I'm like, oh, God, this guy's missed it. He just doesn't get it at all. Like, <laughs> It was so fucking funny, though, oh, man. Because the Americans as well, like, it, it, the sea bomb over there is a bigger deal than it is over here. Like, it, it was really yes. bad when this guy said it. I was fucking And the kids next to him as well were just like, Dad, what does that mean? <laughs> just don't listen to him. Hey, don't listen to that jerk. Yeah, don't listen to that <laughs> jerk, <so> Jerry. <laughs> that is incredible. I would have loved to have seen Booker T scale over oh, the, mate, the, the look. Him. It was a look like where he was just like, shit. And he must have been to like UK ones, but maybe it just stood out more because he was just among all the Americans. But again, 
the, the what is the English version of that? We don't do that. We don't do stuff like in half measures. We're not we're not slightly goading people. No, we're not we slightly giving people banter. politely or go far or go too far. Yeah, like at football matches, it's it, uh, for you American listeners that haven't been to like a, a UK soccer match. Like it isn't like oh boo you Jack Grealish you suck. It's like fucking die you bastard. Like it, trying it, to jump over the stage, isn't it? it Football fans are insane. Like I remember going to a Leeds match once when I was little, and uh, it was like a bunch of. It was a, I think it was like I can't remember which player it was. He was playing for like I can't remember. He's playing against Leeds anyway, and he scored. And he came up to the way away and like cup in his ear, like basically like doing the what you're saying, like what you're saying. And this guy jumps over the advertising board. Some people but, get like, really annoyed, don't they? They can give with, it, but they his, can't take it. Yeah, with his body over the advertising board, his two kids are holding on to his legs, and they're like, "Don't do it, Dad! You'll go back to prison." This <laughs> like, dad's like, "Come here, you fucking bastard!" Like, and the funny thing, thing is, a lot of the time, this stuff happens is as soon as the game's finished, they're like, "Right, let's come, on, let's go home now. Come on, fellas, st- we're done with." They completely change, mostly, but when that, yeah, in, mostly there are still some complete toss pots out there. There's there, but, still some people who are still watching Green Street on DVD every it, night. I think it's a documentary. Yeah, uh, yeah, those kind of idiots, but. It's Oh, like the fucking the firm, the Green Street, the Green oh, Street. Oh God, Green Street did more bad shit for this fucking country's football scene than anything. And Instead I, do you know what? I didn't even mind that went, film. It ain't great. Everybody then went out and bought a pair of gazelles and a fucking Stone like, Island stuff. Yeah. Stone Island or Weekend Defender thing, and went out and started trying to batter all the West Ham fans. Or some oh shit. God, and I didn't even mind the film. Look, it, look, Charlie Hunnam's in it, which is never a good sign. Elijah, uh, the Hobbit, as I said, the Hobbit football hooligan. It wasn't great. I think it's awful but it wasn't one I'd ever really want to watch again but yeah you're right it's, it's just, just it's not my as, romanticised as idea of football hooliganism yes yeah, it happened mate uh, yeah no I remember someone at St Mary's called um, Rory de Lapp a big-eared bastard and <laughs> and he was and he was one of our fans and that's when Rory de Lapp used to play for us do the long throws back See, in this the is what I mean and he wouldn't have even fucking he wouldn't have even blinked at that whereas Booker no. T walking down this TNA he's taken a pay cut he's gone to TNA he's walking down this little he's probably slope embarrassed in, enough as it is yeah he's walking down this little slope in Universal Studios <laughs> after being like an headline at Wrestlemania a few years ago <laughs> and he's someone, walking down the ramp at Woken Leisure Centre yeah and somebody's <laughs> literally called him a cunt to his face <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he, he literally thinks he's the big deal and then someone just brings him right down to the smallest level uh, yeah, it was just so funny and he's an Englishman as well we couldn't move on without bringing it up but um, it's like yeah. a sense of pride and absolute embarrassment at the same it's time. It's been uh, wrestling picture madness. Yeah, we always said we talked wrestling at some point on this, mate. But, oh yeah. Um, I remember that. I remember when Stone Cold Steve Austin used to be called the Ringmaster when um, nice. the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase introduced him to oh, the God. WWF. He was like the Million Dollar Champion. Yeah, do you know what used to he used to wear yeah, green no, pants. Not to like not to like body shame so that's not what I'm trying to do here. But you know, it's just a fucking just be bizarre. JBL. I was yes. in better shape than JBL. <laughs> JBL, that's a that's a. Uh, I mean, I'm probably built mostly time. like JBL now. But while I was watching him, I was like, "Why does this guy get to pay and wear a little pair of pants?" Like, and all the rest of them look ripped, and JBL was just like, "Nah, I don't think Bradshaw. I'll go to the gym. I don't think I'll go to the gym." Shane McMahon. Uh, jumping from like one side of the fucking ring to the other for his finishing move, which is a bizarre like, Jesus. power and it, move. It was Shane McMahon, I remember when he got into when he was just like the daddy's boy, and then they started introducing him more into the actual matches and Vinnie Mac as well. Vince with the big. Can dog, you remember? I don't Vince know if McMahon this was just after your thing. era where 
Vince McMahon and this is not a lie. Vince McMahon and Donald Trump had a uh, an affair. No, they had like a paid like thingy grudge match. So one of them got Bobby Lashley to fight, um, uh, which was <laughs> I think that was Trump got Bobby Lashley, and then. Uh, Vince McMahon got somebody else, can't remember who, and they had a fight, and whoever lost had to shave the other one's head. I mean, they were never going to shave John- Donald Trump's head on there, were they? So Vince McMahon's head got shaved. But I remember then, the pictures of him with no hair. Donald Trump was walking around the, the fucking ring after and literally got, I'm sure, Stone Cold stunned him in the yeah, middle. Yeah, I've seen that gif, and it because it was all over the place during the elections. I was trying to think, was it an RKO or a stun? I was like, it no, was it was a, a stunner. He was a Stone Cold stunner, mate. Yeah. Come on, the coolest finisher in all of wrestling. To no, me. Well, let's get into that. What, what is the coolest? The Stone Cold, one of the funniest ones. Was just, there's was a me. lot of them for me where I'm like, you're doing way too much damage to yourself doing that. The RKO, right? You are putting someone's face on your shoulder. You, you, you're bringing their face down to the floor with you. Fair enough. But you're also bringing the back of your head <laughs> onto, onto, the, them, yeah. onto, onto the turf, shoulder, along with your back, along with your fucking coccyx. You're slamming yourself onto the floor. But it looks good though, doesn't it? <laughs> That's great. But like the, the, the risk reward of them and sort of thing. Like I always thought the, the best one risk re- reward wise, the choke slam. Choke slam was great. What are you doing, mate? Are you doing to yourself there? You just you just picking up somebody and fucking throwing them at the floor. Yeah, ca- ca- I mean, even the tombstone pole driver, you knacking your knees at eventually. Did, did did you ever used to like do any wrestling? I used yeah, to. Me and oh, my mate, brother I used to do it. I used to say, mate. I used to know a bunch of lads like round the corner, and we used to like. Maybe we should make these videos, and I don't know how any of us didn't die. Please like, put them I've, on YouTube. I've Batista, <laughs> mate, if I could get them, mate, they would be all over fucking NPM, honestly. But I have Batista bombed like people through tables. Batista we've done like bombs. we've done the sweet chin music, like, and someone yes. fell through the top of a garage. Like, I, I don't know how we didn't die of like asbestos poisoning or something because we were fucking jumping through everything. It was just like a big old garden we used to go in and film it and. This is sad. This is the sad side of cool, I'm, I'm not as cool as you lot think I am. Oh, we used to do it down here as well, mate. Don't worry about that. No, no, no. We used to door. write out the storylines. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. You sad. We though. used to write, like, <laughs> Ant's going to lose the belt this week in, 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 an, in an astonishing, <laughs> astonishing <laughs> finish to this yeah. fucking wrestling. In a slobber knocker. The intestinal fortitude left it. Yeah, yeah. We'd put the big speakers in the back garden. I'd do my fucking entrance. <laughs> this is all on video somewhere. <laughs> and I'd come, I'd come running in. I'd already know I was losing, and we'd play it all out, and, like, I'd nearly get the pin, and we wouldn't do it. And then this fucking guy would stand up and launch me off the trampoline, like, through the table. And, and you'd have to quiver on the floor. <laughs> the lights would go out and I'd be rolling around like, my God, he's not going to make it. Like, and then, <laughs> Think of your family. Sad. It was fucking sad. It was really sad. Honestly, mate, I would, I would pay good money to see to see that. Did you ever do I the Hulk Hogan rip your t-shirt off? No, oh, fucking course I did, but I stopped oh, doing it when I was money. about 20 because it got a bit <laughs> silly. Oh, I've just got the idea for you all sitting around a table. All right, boys, uh, the ant lost last week. Is he going to have a comeback or are we going to have him? Uh, is, is he going to lose again? What about, what about no, bit, uh, mate, Billy Boy it, was, it, it was so in-depth. It was like, oh, ant lost the belt last week. The belt. Like, <laughs> Adam and Ryan were the names. Like, oh, Adam's got the uh, the belt this but week. The Intercontinental and he's Championship. Having, yeah, and he's having like a non-title bout against Ryan, but Ant's going to run in and, and hit him with a plank of wood because he's pissed off about the title match and then the ref's going to get involved this is quality then, mate this is good stuff mate i swear we put more fucking like writing effort into this than like season eight of game yeah. of thrones ad easily <laughs> put more in, you've put more effort into that than i did all of all of my life at college just just in that moment honestly maybe this mate, is where it all comes from mate. All, all this creativity was just it was spouting out into fucking you've always been a storyteller mate 
It's been writing out wrestling themes and fucking uh, storylines for years. I might, I might do that. I might do uh, what? What? What could? I, what would we be called as a tag team? Uh, oh god! I might try and write a, a match and try and make it believable. We'll be up against like Best Bin and like Pevy or something. We'll kick the kick their asses. Um, oh yeah, hundred percent. We'd win it. that. But yeah, some of some of the lamest finishes ever. Hulk Hogan's leg drop was ass. Um, it was a fucking leg drop. Oh uh, yeah, it was shit. It just yeah, literally it just a leg drop. Uh, Kurt oh. Angle, the Angle Slam, whatever it's called, that was abysmal. Um, it, like Hulk Hogan, so it's shit in execution. Like it, but it was hype. I went like when, when you were in the middle of the middle of the ring. Yeah, you watch videos of that going down back in the day. It looks like the most hype moment of oh, all bro. time as when soon he does as it. The person was prone in the middle of the ring, and the Hulkamania starts doing I mean, that thing. Hands to the, the ears, that's it. Hands to the oh. ears, all, all four sides, and they're all screaming. And he's and he starts shaking the ropes, and then back and forward, and then the yeah. leg drop. And same as the Ultimate Warrior when he'd suddenly like get Mate, his second wing, and he start going mental. Maybe a hot take here: people's elbows a bit shit as well. People's elbow is 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 just the upper body version of a leg drop, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, and like. I, basically, the way I judge them is uh, how hard was it for me to do in that back garden? Yeah, you could do it, 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 a, a swanton about- bomb, mate. And sometimes I'd have to go home for two days and just oh, lay mate, down. Just trying to do a suplex is hard enough. Who the think the about f- the people's elbows. You have to do finisher. that thing where you kick your leg out and you kind of have to swivel on your left foot as you kind of do it. Yeah. It's, it's all about this style. Well, the, the accuracy of it, mate. We couldn't just do front flips onto each other. Like I was trying to do a swanton bomb. Like <laughs> Jeff Hardy used to land on like the back of his. Top, like top of his back, like just yeah. the lower part of his neck, he used to land on their body with. So we were doing that. <laughs> <laughs> you went proper in. Um, oh yeah, this mate, one of my favourites of, of all time. One of my favourites, the spear. Oh, was that Gold Goldberg? Go, Goldberg did one, but Goldberg's like had another thing. I think Edge was the man with it, though, wasn't he? Edge, yes, right. I remember Edge. On this day, I see clearly all oh, the themes, man. When, when I used to watch it, Edge was always like the, the nearly man. He never quite made it to the top. He was oh, always, right, yeah. But um, I'm trying to think, who was it? Uh, Mr. Ross. He had a really crap finisher, the famous, uh, badass Billy Gunny. Um, then, he be- then he called himself Mr. Ross, which is odd. Um, who else? I mean, even like, well... The um, the mandible claw was odd. This is hype. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a song! What a song! But that's what it's all about, mate. Is is it? It was the spectacle of it, and oh, let me let me get this up as, as well. So you're um, you're you're not. Oh no, it, it's the obvious one, mate. You're how old are you? you? You imagine imagine you're 14 years old and you're sitting there watching um, some kind of um, wrestling event, yeah. And then, oh, and then suddenly this comes on. Oh, so, so it's an advert about potatoes. So you're watching it. Your hero's getting beaten down. There's no way that they're going to come out of this. It's a travesty. Oh fuck me! Five seconds. This has ruined my moment. So yeah, they're still getting beaten down. Then you hear this. And the crowd yes. goes mental. That's what I used to love so much. And then yeah, Stone Cold would come running down, he'd give them stunners, drink beer, and then fuck off back to Texas, wherever he came from. The rattlesnake. But, mate, no, nothing will be. Somebody has just won somebody in the in the ring. They're being all cocky. They're kicking <laughs> off. They're, they're talking about they're, they're going to challenge so-and-so at WrestleMania. Blah, 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 blah. Lights go out. Oh, Yes. 
the, the, the Undertaker. The tingles down the spine I when remember. this man would come out. And people used to... This, this was the one, mate, right? People would be like, you do understand wrestling's fake. I'm like, the fucking Undertaker died four times. You I remember know. watching the first <laughs> time he died. Died. In the um, it was a it was a casket match against uh, I know it was against I want to say Yokozuna, I think it was though, but he he died and he ascended, he actually like levitated <laughs> levitated up to the ceiling, and everyone was like, he's dead, and it's like he's, uh, but it was like looking about it now, it's so absurd, the, the awkwardness, yeah, of trying to like of trying to talk about the fact that a fucking guy just died, I know, and he was, he and was then in, bringing him back. He was in the car. He was in the casket, and um, they were like, "Oh my god, we can see him in the casket!" And his eyes opened, and then the smoke came out, and he just started like, um, and he just started levitating. It was against Yokozuna. That was right. Um, what really do you reckon weird. to Undertaker's fucking weird goth biker face? <laughs> Uh, that was yeah, that wasn't the Undertaker, was it, mate? That wasn't Can you the remember Undertaker. that? Was that yeah, like, oh, I'm back from the dead, but I'm just in Nickelback now? <laughs> yeah, I know. I just can't be asked to put on the put, just put on the black garb anymore. But uh, but then he went for Undertaker again by the end. But um, mate, I mean, this I, this has been a that. fucking wild like what a, trip here. How about we've this, hardly, man? We've hardly spoke about games it's, here. <laughs> here we go. What's happening? Oh. American. <laughs> oh, cheesy was this? Rights of every I used to love this theme song, man. There's the leg drop. They're making it look really good. Fight for what's right. Fight for Here we go. Oh, that's really good. Really comes crashing down. Oh, no, no. There's a anyway, really so weird bit in this video where it looks like the it looks like the Ultimate Warriors noshing Hulk off. I will send anyway, it to Anyway, so um, Nights of the Old Republic 2. <laughs> really good, that was, especially when The Undertaker levitated when we all thought he was dead. Oh, my God. Yeah, well... Games, games are good, aren't they? Video games, man. Who would have thought WWF with no mercy? mercy. It's funny, because Triple H's Twitter, he even lists himself as the 14-time world champion. <laughs> and I, what I a suppose you were, I suppose. So, fair dues. I did like Triple H as well. I remember they did the a, DX a special version of like his intro song. This is the last intro song I will play. Um, I it was like for WrestleMania in. 20, I think. Uh it was the King of Kings. They literally brought him out on a fucking... The King of Kings. Because he, when he started, he was Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Yeah, Remember I'm sure. That, that... Posh Englishman. And then he stopped being a posh Englishman. It's Eng- WrestleMania 22 entrance. So they changed it. Big big Lemmy as well. Lemmy. Yeah, right. On your knees, dog. <laughs> and this is blaring out with like twenty. Oh yeah, and they're literally—he's coming through the floor on a throne. In like, he looks like Ned Stark, like what he's wearing. Sake, it's fucking epic, man. I remember so, this. I have to go after YouTube, this man. I'm, this for, the, gonna, this for the good I'm going to send it you now, but please yeah. do. I'm really I'm sorry, in, everybody who doesn't like wrestling no, and now doesn't like MPM. Um, but, when um, Vince McMahon just start, but just started shouting, "Open him up!" Open him up, yeah. as only Vinnie Mac could do. Um, yeah, far, mate. Vince McMahon when he went full hill and he started swaggering down to the ring. That was oh, yeah. that was my shit. Like when he used to, um, when he used to uh, screw Stone Cold over, and we had to, and we had Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, the infamous Montreal screw job in itself, which 
caused Bret Hart to leave the WWF because um, Vince McMahon basically Bret Hart was meant to win the match, but they apparently there was some collusion and they cheated him out of the win and he got a bad mm. set and left. Sharpshooter was a cool finisher. Yeah, it's, it's it's all a bit weird, isn't it? It's all a bit madness. So, yeah, that was um that was our wrestling. So we do really we do know wrestling really. We do we did used to watch it. So just in case anyone thinks we're we're pretending, we know about all that kind of stuff. It, it's just I don't know what happened here. We were supposed to talk about games for the entire episode, but we spoke um, about WWF No Mercy, and that's what start, started off. Yeah, well, this, I think I've spoke about all the games on my list anyway. So yeah, um, Devil, yeah Devil May yeah. Cry, one of the best action games of all time. Obviously, Devil May yes. Cry Three is my favorite. Uh, I think that's the peak where Dante and Virgil's like um, their sort of rivalry. The the two brothers is just uh, it's best. It's great. Uh, I don't think there's any on mine that I need to speak about. I've got my trash list, which is Far Cry Blood Dragon, which is maybe the best like 80s throwback tribute game ever. Duke Nukem Time to Kill. Um, Duke Nukem. Oh, man, Duke Nukem. That was t- literally time-travelling Duke Nukem game. <laughs> Fair enough, mate. It um, was just, oh, God, yeah, it's so good. Uh, the Warriors, one of the best like movie tying games like ever. Them, the- yeah, mate, you like that film as well, don't you? Oh, yeah. I mean, it is a good favorite. film. Yeah. So um, I'm also just watching Triple H. Whilst you're talking, I've got Triple H coming out of the floor dressed up as <laughs> Ned Stark. Yeah. Simpsons just, Hit and Run. I remember that was one of my, my favourite memories. Simpsons back in the day were great, those games were. Yeah, Simpsons Hit and Run. I remember getting that one Christmas and just like, that's one of my favourite memories of my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And I don't know what it was. I fucking love The Simpsons, man. And I'm not like going to sit here and say I've watched all 32 seasons in every episode and shit. But like back in the day, it was genuinely one of my favorite things. Like, yeah, man. The old Simpsons it was, it was that and a bunch wonderful. of different stuff was like my, my jam. And I remember Simpsons Hit and Run. I was a big GTA fan. Simpsons Hit and Run came out and I was just like, I want to see every single bit of this game. Like I want to see every Easter egg, every mission, getting to play as like Bartman, doing the fucking Halloween yeah, yeah. sections, like doing the doing all the outfits, getting Homer in the like in the fucking Mamu thingy outfit, whatever it was, the big pregnant one where he's like really <laughs> fat. Uh the Good fucking Stone Men one where he's the leader of the Stone Men and like you're going around doing missions for them. The Apu missions it's just fucking great. Simpsons Hit and Run's great, but yeah. Simp Bart versus the Space Mutants. I remember playing that back in the day. Um, yeah, most of the remainder of my games, I've spoken about Turtles in Time on our Turtles episode. Go check that out as well. Looking forward to the, the reboot, the redo coming out soon. Yeah, um, man, yeah. And Sonic. Sonic were my favourite games as a kid. First one, second one. Sonic hey, and Tails, Sonic, Sonic and Knuckles. Sonic when that comes out. That's the new one, mate, coming out uh, soon. I probably will do because now I'm in. Now I'm in the game in the game state of mind. I probably now you're do, a mate. real gamer. Now I am a real gamer. <laughs> um, um, yeah, Sonic, Sonic, Hedgehog, mate. Lately. When Sonic and Knuckles came out, you used to fucking put the you could put the other console on top of it, and you could play Sonic Three but have Knuckles in it and the old Sonic. It was really Did innovative for its time. Ever play Shadow the Hedgehog on GameCube? No, I never did. I never or had a PS2. GameCube. Never had a GameCube. I never played that one. No. Uh, yeah, Shadow's a Shadow's a badass. People hate him though. <laughs> he's got. He's literally got guns. Gun. Like it's Sonic not, the Hedgehog yeah, like with Sonic. guns. You don't yeah. have that Sonic. We're saying actually today they dropped that Idris Elba is going to voice Knuckles in the oh, second Sonic film. Knuckles the Echidna. What a boy. Yeah, Knuckles the Echidna. Whatever his name that. That I remember when that geezer came out. Everybody wanted to play as Knuckles because Tails was all right. Bit of a you know, bit of a bit of a sponge. Sonic was cool, but Knuckles is like, who's this badass p- 
pink geezer. And yeah. It was cool, man. Um, cause, and he had, it, him and Sonic, they had different, uh, they had different capabilities. Sonic was, um, obviously faster, but, uh, what could Knuckles do? Knuckles, Knuckles could climb. He could glide and climb, and Knuckles could jump, uh, Sonic could jump higher and had shields and that, but, so, but I, I know, and they were enemies in that game, but they came together at the end. Of, oh, mate. I did you ever see the old Sonic TV show? Yeah, I did. The cartoon. I did. That was fucking amazing. I used to like that. And the Mario one. All of the kind of tie-in things back in the day were great. Obviously, Maybe we spoke about Ghostbusters shit, and that But we well, were but... kids and had terrible taste, but... Well, also, because, man, I used to, like I said, but when I got Sonic and Knuckles and I held that Mega Drive console in my hand, the box, I was like, this is living. But then I could, when I, I played play that game, I could Drive. then... I could then finish the game and go and watch it on TV. And that was like, Oh, I'm watching sun. So maybe it was just yeah, kind yeah, of um, that bias that we all have towards the things that we like. It's like, this is really actually quite good. Probably yeah, yeah. Used to eat um, chili dogs all the time in that series. Yes, they did. Yeah. yeah love chili they, they dogs. Did do that. I love and, a chili um, dog as well. Maybe that's where of, my love for this comes from. Speaking of games, gamers are annoyed that, um, alloy from uh, horizon, her cheeks are a bit bigger in the next game. So a lot of gamers have called her fat. So I just wanted to get that out of there, boss. We will. We love fat games. Jason Momoa. Games. Gamers not always so much. Yeah, fat Jason Momoa. Yeah, hunky, hunkier Jason Momoa, more like. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that was. Like, I mean, listen. Honestly, there were so many other games, and I generally, but most of them will be slightly older. But there's so many other games which I could chuck in and just just wangle on about. Um, but we also just spoke about wrestling, so we had a lot of fun with that. I mean, it's maybe 40, 60 for games and wrestling, but uh, hopefully you guys are fine with that. <laughs> but, it, but it was fun. <laughs> it was good fun. Um, we had a fun time with I've got, it. I've got to ask you, mate, because I've mentioned this to you off air as well, and you've and you've, and you called me, well, that guy called Booker T. But um, Blade Runner Black Lotus, I watched it again today, the trailer, because mm. I know you, you've been, uh, and a couple of other lads have been saying, doesn't feel like Blade Runner, it feels a bit, it doesn't look right so i re-watched it and i was like am i missing something because i quite enjoyed it um and i wonder about that trailer i reckon they and i've, I've said this to you I've, i don't think it's going to be full of action i think they're just showing the action to get people in because mm. blade runner is what it's traditionally slow it's thoughtful it's ponderous yeah uh, it's patient this but then parts of this did have that it was just those long shots of um the la it drenched in neon but that in itself isn't cyberpunk obviously cyberpunk is the whole capitalist state so hopefully mm. they don't lose track of that but i still and again i'm not saying you guys are wrong as as just as you weren't saying i was wrong but yeah, i've could, still got hope for it, it. the music was wrong be, it could definitely be amazing but it's also that like i'm not i don't know about the art style yet like i don't know how that's gonna it's look done when... by the guy who did the recent ghost in the show um anime so it's, it looks a lot ghost like that, the, shell, the new movie yeah yeah, and yeah. It, I, I mean, it, it does look a bit more Ghost in the Shell altered carbonish than it does like because you were talking about Blackout that you liked before. Yeah, but that, even that was fairly action packed as well. But the art style was the art style was boss. Yeah, and it's completely different. Like it was, I'm pretty sure that was done by. Um, yeah, that was the. Oh no, this is the Black Lotus one that it's announced in here. So, Black Runner 20, 2022 Blackout, wasn't it? Appleseed and Ghost in the Shell standalone complex. So, this was Shinichiro uh, Watanabe who did uh, Blackout 2022. Yeah. So, the- so, yeah, I'd got the wrong ones up. Um, I'd hmm. got uh, the guys for Black Lotus up. So, Shinichiro Watanabe did Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Champloo, <laughs> Space Dandy. 
and well, yeah, some of the best anime of all time. Uh, the Animatrix he did as well, Macross Plus. Yeah. And that art style in that is a lot more akin to those that he'd done. Samurai Champloo and uh, obviously Cowboy Bebop are some of the best anime of all time, if you ask most people. Yeah. But yeah. Well, um, I'm, I'm up for this, man, because I watched those prologues. I put it on our socials every week. I watched them I was, um, uh, because I do like the world and I like, like you, like we all know, I love a bit of lore. So I went mm. back to rewatch those and then I'm looking forward to this, see what it does. But um, I read some of the comments in the YouTube section and damn, I wish I hadn't mate for Blader on a bl- uh, black locust. Oh, Lotus. people not liking it. Uh, I haven't feels like, any reactions except my own. feels a lot like another Whammon empowerment show. Oh, um, fuck that. Blade Runner promote another empowered female and shove it down our throats. Uh, the bastardization of Star Wars completes. I watched T-Man fans cry out in despair as their beloved hero and his comrades are destroyed by Kevin Nicholas. Oh boy, another strong female protagonist. Uh, did this, people miss totally, the point of 2049? <laughs> mate, they did it. This this totally doesn't look like a generic, generic action-adventure show with woke elements. Mate, if, if Black Lotus was a fella, none of those comments are made. Uh, they yeah, around let's the just, Star let's Wars just clear this up quickly that this isn't anything to do with the fucking reason I don't like it, or that most. No, I know, you know, like I know you don't. This is a very tiny minority of like dickheads. This bit here, they messed around with Star Wars of Ray the Mary Sue. Then they messed around with the female Ghostbusters. Terminator Dark Fate cucked Arnie. He Man takes a backseat for Shira. They don't learn anything, do they? This is going to be rubbish. Oh well, yeah, another franchise like, destroyed. What I mean Come is. On. I know you don't believe in any of that bollocks. No, but I also don't think the majority of people criticising it believe this either. And it's going to become critically immune if we keep bringing attention to these fucking idiots. (laughs) They've all got like, they've all got a version of a dark Batman or something as their, as their uh, avatar. But I just, I I don't give a shit what them lot are saying. And I don't give a shit what the base of the show, if if it's crap, I'll say it's crap, just like I did with Ghostbusters 2016 and Dark Fate <laughs> and all this other stuff. And it's not crap because of any of those reasons. There, nope. there are a billion good. They're just mentioning the examples that people got annoyed with. From what I've heard about the He-Man show, I've heard nothing but it's absolutely amazing. Like it's yep. just where you look. YouTube comment section is a pile of oh, shit. No, I, I wish I had but done like, it, but I looked on my lunch break. I'm pretty like, sure ah. that this is going to be better than Ghostbusters 2016. Like, I'm looking not- forward to this, mate. And I've made no secret again. I might be the one who turns around and says, "Mate, this is ass." But I don't. I don't want it to be too action heavy either. But I don't mind that they've put action in it. What it just looks like, like was- altered carbon to me. That's, I have that's, seen, that, I was seen my- that. But um, who was it? Was it uh, was it Roundtree who said that as well? Was it, was it uh, it Love was- movies? It was someone. No, it was Jason. Apologies for not remembering any of your names, but um, yeah, the music Jason in the trailer was the didn't work it. for me. That's that. Oh yeah, Jay. The the music wasn't great. That's what kind of took mm. me out of it more. It didn't feel. And I know they shouldn't just keep recycling Vandalese or something, but there is. If it's in that universe, you've got to. That music is almost as vital. Yeah, it's just again. I I hope it's the best show I've ever seen. I hope yeah. it's amazing. It's just, we'll Blade Runner. It Blade Runner is my favorite movie of all time. Yep. I hope it's amazing. It's just the the, the initial vibe from that trailer. I don't, I don't even know what people are on about with the woke stuff. It's just got a woman in it. That's enough. Yeah, like, that's I didn't see any. I didn't see any woke not, shit. Because if it was Deckard like, or K, it would be fine. Horrible Star Wars Rebels Clone Wars like art where it's like Animation, not yep. 3D and thingy and the, it looks like a video game cutscene instead of actual like animation. But 
That's what Maybe it looks better in, in execution. Like I don't like this kind of animation very much. And That's I don't enough. know of people that love it. I've never heard somebody say, oh, my God, get rid of all the 2D, like, like amazing drawings that people have done over years. Can we just please have it all look like a fucking PS3 cutscene instead? Like, I, <laughs> I, I don't they said really it's too expensive to do it in 2D. Yeah, that's always the case. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. But no, I'm looking forward to it, and I hope it's great. But I but if you can to... have an, if you can have a show like Demon Slayer come out as it has, uh, UFO Online, the the animation studio, mm-hmm. and look fucking beautiful, like some of the cleanest, like most amazing animation you can get. There's not really an excuse for Blade Runner, an established IP, to not have. That's a good show, mate. And I mean. What I'm saying here is basically, yeah, I, I want it to look this way, and it doesn't. But I, I don't think many people would like turn down traditional animation over this, would they? Uh, no, that's that's the vibe I've been getting from not just the YouTube section because that is just a cesspool, but uh, just from reading around because, like I said, on my lunch break today, I had a little watch of it, and I was just trying to get people's hype for it. I mean, people seem to be you know, on board. I've noticed that they, you know people are either looking forward to it or they're not. There's no kind of in-between. To be um, fair, I'm reading through some comments here. My, my, mine isn't as much of a reflection on what yours is, uh, and it says, Roy was not kidding when he said, He's seen things you people shit. wouldn't. Believe. Yeah, you're reading the same shit as I was reading earlier on. There were so many people who wrote, um, "Look what they've done to my, look how they massacred my boy." They kept saying that and using the, um, "I've seen things that you could never." They, they kept using that. And I thought, if you called this Black Blade Lotus Runner, nobody would ever think yeah, it re- was set. In read the, the comments on that one. <laughs> read the comments on that one. They keep honestly. It's funny though. Like the, the comments on that particular one, they're like, "What have they called it?" Like. Black Runner, Lotus Blade, and that Cyberpunk Black Lotus, the anime series, running on low ch- low texture settings. This right. music kills the Blade Runner yeah, vibe. The music was poo poo. Uh, I love how they reference the scene where Decker defeats replicants with his katana and kung fu skills. The writers <laughs> must be real Blade Runner. Fans. Oh man, and that got so many comms as well because people are like, "Well, <laughs> oh, if, no. you know, they were they they were like they they then they're not the haves. They they got to fight with whatever they can get." And I was like, "I get that, but." Yeah, look, I, I like the fact, for me, it's because they haven't just got Deckard in there doing Deckard stuff. They've got other people in this world, and they're using them as well. This is this is how they fight. Mm. That's how I've kind of um, quantified Elite it. Elite Battle Angel meets Cyberpunk 2077. There's a lot of Elite vibes, and he can't not... Like, somebody who comes from nothing to find that they've got kick-ass powers, fine. Um, but no, I've just... You know, I you know, they, look, they could have got Deckard back, but what's the point? I think there's a lot of cyberpunk co- stuff coming out these days, and but I've, I've you've got to get like the vibe of cyberpunk. It's not just yeah. it's just not not neon lights and rain. Yeah, that's what I mean. And like, I, I I'm not going to be like annoyed if this isn't good or anything. I don't really care. Like, yeah, yeah. I've I've still got Blade Runner. I'll always have Blade Runner. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't matter. If so, and also, that is like a, a time and place, and that just came out where you can't expect that all those circumstances come together again to like just be the same thing again. Do you know what I mean? It's it, yeah. it's going to be different. Maybe this is what they thought people wanted and maybe this ends up being great like you said, but well only time will tell won't it. Yeah, and that's it. Again, I I'm I'm excited for it because again I love I love the world and I love um, everything about it. But then if they can expand it like those prologues did then sweet. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not excited for it because I love the world. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, and that's that's what a lot of people have been saying. Exact same reason, yeah. Who who knows? Maybe we will be the ones who meet in the middle and be like, you know what? It was all right. Um, Started Berserk, and been watching. He'd been telling me all about guts the other week, so I've started Berserk. 
Yep. And so look, listen out for an episode on that. To, sort to be of- fair, that's a show that it 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 doesn't have the biggest budget on its animation, but it does amazing stuff with direction but it's story and like well, composition man, and music. story. Yeah, like that music. You, you can do a lot without without a big budget on. Yep. animation it, it depends how you it's, it's just the same as any other thing like how someone like carpenter can do a lot with not much budget with a movie and make all these like little little amazing like decisions that don't let you know that it's a small budget film and and, and keep the guys over you that's that's what you got to do so maybe this will be great but yeah um, yeah. But no, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm digging Berserk so far. Uh, so yeah, we will do a, an episode on that at some point. I'm, we're we're going to, as you've probably seen by the socials, get some Ghibli shit going as well at some point, I'm mm. sure. Uh, or just a, a loose discussion. We'll probably end up talking about what, our favourite brands of Twitter. What episode wrong. did you say you're on, mate, now for Berserk? Uh, I'm up to episode f- five in a minute because when I, I watched nice. four the other night um, and... I'm going to watch one the other day and I'm going to, after we've done this, I'm going to watch a couple more tonight um, nice. and over the next few days. So hopefully by the next but recording, Berserk, I should have finished. Obviously we'll, we'll speak about it more and I think, but the reason Matt's watching it is because he's heard me gush about it where it's to the point where it's like one of those shows where I'm like, oh, this is, this is a bit like life changing how good this is. <laughs> like it's one of those things where I'm like, I got fully consumed by it and, just, I just want to learn everything about that universe now. The story's got me hooked. I, sometimes just things come along, don't they? And you just know. You're just like, yep, this is great. And yep. I, I, I literally checked it out because people said it was a bit like Dark Souls. <laughs> and obviously the references and stuff are in there. Like, not what, Berserk doesn't reference Dark Souls. Like, Dark Souls reference Berserk, obviously. But it's so much more than that. It's like, it's, and like, you'll turn a page. And it's like, oh, there's that boss from Dark Souls, but like, it's not there for the same reason. It's not, it's not doing the same thing. Like, it's not like, it's not like Miyazaki's pulling from Miura's work and just going, yeah, we'll just do this. Like, it, it's just paying homage. Dark Souls and Bloodborne as well play, pay homage to what happens in Berserk, and the Bloodborne stuff will make a lot more sense when you've gone through it a bit more, Matt. But um, yeah. yeah, man, I can't wait. I can't wait for the final episode end moment for you to just text me and just give me your reaction dude i'm gonna try and blast through it not as quickly as i can because i want to be you know man once i start something i want to get it down i want to finish it i want to get to the end um so i'm i'm looking forward to that moment as well and i hope it's uh I hope it kicks my ass or, or affects do it, do me. Do it as much at a time where you know you can, where you know you can phone me and just and just reel through your thoughts when you've when yeah, you finish it. I'd be like, right, I'm just going to tell you, like, right, stay up, don't sleep. It's two in the morning, but please stay awake, mate. Uh, <laughs> no, I, no, it's, I it's do, another mate. update because um, last week we were talking about uh, that I'd been watching Demon Slayer and I said it was decent. It was it was like all right, and it was, yeah, it was yeah. gradually getting better and stuff. Fuck me! Does that show get better and better and better as it goes? Fuck yeah! Like, I'm I'm near the end of it now um, of the first season, and then there's a movie that bridges the first and second season. But mm. man, is that sh- is that a good show? And it is a, it is a bit of a slow start. Like you're training basically at the start in the hills with this character, and you don't really know what the universe is or what the stakes are and all this. And then it just ramps up and ramps up and ramps up. But long story short, there's this guy his family get eaten by a demon, uh, killed. There's a bunch Oops. of demons uh, around and stuff. And his sister is a demon. Uh, he's trying to basically find a cure for her, but 
obviously he's having to fight demons along the way. So he becomes part of the demon slayer call, like this group of people who are obviously going around trying to slay all the demons and shit, but he's trying to protect his sister at the same time. And other people don't think that he should keep her around. And other people are trying to help him get the cure, but are they, or aren't they? And the demons have all got different powers and they're all like sympathetic villains. Like he'll kill one. And then it sort of shows you, what their backstory is and that they were sympathetic and they didn't want to be a demon, but blah, blah, blah. It's, there's a lot of stuff like that. It's, it's, it's a really good show. Tanjiro, the main dude in it, he's, he's, he's likable. And, uh, yeah. Sounds good. It, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds it's, awesome. it's, a, it's a good show and it's getting better and better every time. Um, what else? I just, I spent a lot of money on a Godzilla criterion oh, collection mate. box set. Criterion is so good. I'm going to sit through and watch all the older uh, Godzilla films at some point soon. So, yeah. yeah and what about you, mate? You've been on that with filth. Not at all, mate. No. I'll, I'll post some pictures, yeah, around and stuff. Oh, so people honestly, that is so good. Criterion is quality. You get, you get what you pay for. Um, but then it also spawns an addiction if you're a film fan of what more, what other ones can you get? I haven't really, not really much else, mate, other than uh, I haven't really been watching uh, many films, uh, particularly, uh, other than since the Suicide Squad. Um uh, t- or TV, really, other than Berserk. I've been watching that. Looking forward Get to the footage Berserk, season yeah. starting. But other than that, mate, I've been, again, it's just work and just like uh, home life and that. It's just I haven't really had a chance to. Nothing wrong, but just haven't really just haven't had a chance to be able to sit down and do it. Um, so Berserk is what I'm going to be watching. Um, so pretty much what have I been doing? Well, watching Guts and Griffith and, and the gang, Casca and the gang. Um, <laughs> yeah, him. Uh, <laughs> um, it's, it's always funny how I like this show. Um, my my voice is naturally higher than yours but i still can't get it higher than you when you do that (laughs) but other than that man now that is that is literally it it's been a quiet old week um at hudson hq um been more thinking about the games i want to talk about or the games that Mm. are on my list i'm wearing an optimus prime t-shirt if that makes any difference it does mate Thank you. Autobots roll out. Mate, again, Transformers. Listen to our Transformers. Do we do we have done a Transformers episode? Ignore that. But Transformers <laughs> is my shit as a kid. I was like, it seems like the sort of thing we would have done. It does, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, Ghostbusters, yeah. done. Turtles, done. Alien, done. Resi, Silent Hill, done. Ghostbusters. So Transformers, Transformers is on done. a list of something somewhere for us, though, isn't it? So Again, yeah. we could talk about Transformers. We could do an entire episode of just waffling on about the animated one and the Bay ones and Bumblebee. So I'm sure yeah, we'll talk totally. to Transformers soon at some point, mate. Yeah, but uh, no, that is that is literally me, mate, for this week. Same man. Um, where can they find us? Uh, they can find us uh, behind the Titan Tron, watching Triple H look like Ned Stark coming out of the ground. Uh, <laughs> uh, MP Madness Pod, MP Madness Pod, one word on Twitter and Instagram. Find us. You'll see our pictures. We ask questions. Some relate to the show. We put polls up. Come check us out. Um, where can they find you, mate? I'm everywhere at Antshot First. Um, yeah, posting random shit that I'm up to. Um, we Looking post handsome. Like, we, we post some cool stuff on NPM that was going to be coming up and that. So, yeah, get get chatting in the NPM uh, comments and stuff. It's always yep. a laugh. Yes. Where can they find you, mate? Uh, what I watch tonight across all the socials, find me on there. And yeah, like I said, j- jump on the NPM uh, post. Thank you to everyone who's been doing that in recent uh, weeks. It's, uh, it's always good to hear your thoughts on what we drop and again we don't some of the stuff we drop is mainly just because we want to talk about it we may not even reference it on the show but we just want to have a chat with you a lot so thank you very much and let, if you know people out there who like these kind of irreverent chats or wrestling let them know uh, that they can come listen to the show because <laughs> i think they're going to like this one <laughs> especially yeah, oh, wrestling yeah. um i'm sorry to everyone who doesn't like wrestling 
we also don't really like wrestling anymore. I know it's just funny thing is I haven't watched wrestling properly for about uh, I don't probably since probably since I stopped gaming the first time. Mate, so, I, it's been it's been over a decade since I was into wrestling. What WrestleMania are we at now? I have no idea. I'm gonna have a look. It's been a while since I was since I was actually in like it. I said, twenty two, twenty three was my era. So, so the latest one was like thirty seven. Did I say thirty seven? Thirty seven was this year. Yeah, exactly. So it's been so a we, long ass time. Shit, I think I stopped watching it about oh, about shit, about eighteen years ago, a while ago now. Um, mm. Probably longer than I thought it was. But man, when it was hot, that shit was hot, man. It was the best. And, it was hot, and now I couldn't give a man. shit about Roman oh, no. Reigns <laughs> or all the rest of them are. But. No, I don't even know who CM Punk is. Not my CM Punk. Um, CM anyway, Spunk. that is... It's, yay, boom, 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 Hunk Hogan over there. So um, that's it, mate. Uh, Pixels episode slash wrestling is did and done for the week. We'll be back again uh, next week with another um, fun-filled episode. We don't even know what it's going to be about. So that's going to be interesting. Now, yeah, we, we, we don't know either. Um, but yeah. Yep, and also, yeah, Dimsky, thank you, mate, for your uh, contribution on Ko-Fi. I forgot about that. Ko-Fi.com forward slash moving picture madness. Chuck and also, thanks, thanks, Libby, as well, for sending yours in. Libby, you naughty girl. Yeah, exactly. Um, We've got the rom-com f- app coming up. Um, send those episodes, we, we will get around to them all, we promise. It's well, just... It. Yeah. Five pound, you get to choose an episode for us to cover within the wheelhouse and the vibe of NPM, of course. Um, and we'll get around, and we'll and we will get around to it. So we've got a couple from Andy, uh, we've got Libby, we've got Dimsky, uh, big big boy Horn as well. We've got a few to get around, so we've got plenty of stuff to be chatting about. Your so. prayers shall be answered by the NPM gods. Yes, the NPM gods, the pod god over there, and the chunk of hunk over here. There is a kingdom. <laughs> Da, 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 da. <laughs> well that's it um npm pixels out thank you for listening everyone until next time from me Sega. and from ant on this day i see clearly <laughs> i am a real american i need a shit <laughs> <laughs>